If you have your Bibles, let's go to Hebrews chapter 10. You know, uh, I'm not always great about sermon titles and, and, and things like that, but, um, but, you know, I wrote down at the top of my paper, and I, I crack myself up sometimes, but uh, I, I wrote down, uh, created for fellowship. And uh, in, in my thought from there is that, that, that we as the body of Christ are created for shell- fellowship. And then I wrote down what your summer should look like. I mean, uh, you know, only, you know, God, God has a sense of humor, so, and I'm thankful that God has a sense of humor. And, um, and I think maybe it's a, it's a, it's a deep, uh, th- there's a deeper meaning in, in, into this than, than, than what we realize. And I want to get into this today. I want to get into the Word of God because it's important that the body of Christ um, be there for one another. And uh, we see that throughout the Word of God. That the body of Christ is, is there to build one another up, to encourage one another. You know, when, when things uh, can, can sometimes go awry or when things are good, amen. It, it's, good, it's good to be with the body of Christ when things are good, amen, too. Because, you know, iron sharpens iron and you build testimonies. I, I, you know, even today after prayer, I mean, you know, just, just to hear, you know, I, you know, we just said real quick at the end of closing a prayer, does anybody have testimonies? And, you know, and, you know, three people come in and they said, you know, yeah, this is what God's doing. You know, Shirley shared a testimony, Miranda's mom, and, and uh, you know, Melanie shared a testimony about her dad, you know, that, that, you know, he could have died, he could have passed away, she walks into the room and she says, no, you're going to live in Jesus' name. So it, it, it's important, you know, see, you know what that, I'm going to get, I'm not going to get too quick into this word, but, but what that does is that builds faith, and then Killa shares a testimony, never thought in a million years I'd ever write a book. But God's got, God helped him write a book, and now he's writing another one and believes that book's going to get into prisons, you know, about how God can transform someone's life. And he's selling books. I mean, praise God. I, I, you know, that, those are the things God does. And, uh, and so we should be encouraged. And, you know, from, from me as your pastor to, to, to everybody here today, I want to encourage you. I want to encourage you with the Word of God. And, you know, above all things, you know, hold fast to what this Word says. Hold fast to the promise of God. Because, you know what, I, I believe this is, I, you know, and I, and I believe even 2020, we would begin to see the signs of, of the greatest, the, the greatest year for the church. You know, m- most people say, well, ah, you know, look at everything that's happening. I still believe, amen, that, that, that we are in a great time, amen, that the church is going to continue to advance. Amen. So if you, if you have your Bibles, let's go to Hebrews chapter 10. And, uh, you know, this is a common passage you, you hear and you've heard some people preach, uh, preach about. And uh, I remember the first, uh, the first Sunday they were in quarantine in uh, Hawaii. Dr. Morocco stood up and he read this scripture. And, uh, and you know, and he, he talked about the importance of the church. And, um, and I'm not preaching his message um, today, but... Um, but, there, but you have to understand there's, there's an importance for the church to meet, the church to gather. Amen? Amen. Hebrews chapter 10. It says, let us hold fast, uh, verses 23 through 25. Let us hold fast the confession of our hope without wavering. For he who promised is faithful. 
And let us consider one another in order to stir up love, hallelujah, and good works, not forsaking the assembling of ourselves together, as in a manner of some, but exhorting one another, as so much the more as you see this day approaching. Father, right now, I thank you. I thank you, Lord, for the word even that you stirred up in my spirit. I thank you, Lord, for the church in this hour. I thank you, Lord, for God, everything that you said in your word. Lord, I thank you for the promises. And I thank you, Lord, even today, Father, that that God, may may we have the mind of Christ to to move forward, to, to take advancement in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name, amen, amen. You know, I, as they were in worship, the, the, I wrote this down because it was like the Lord was showing me even out of the scripture, the enemy has showed his hand. You know, I, I, you, know you think, well, what, what do you, what's that mean? The, the, I really think that if, if we were to look back over the last month to, to six weeks, the, the enemy, and I'm not here to give any kind of glory or any kind of praise to the enemy, but it's like, we, we see the, the, the hand of how the enemy wants to, to be divisive and, and wants, to divide, wants to divide people. And there's the remnants of everything that's going on. But, you know, one of the things that, you know, that's alarming. It, it's the one thing that the enemy will, will, will try to do. He will, tr- you know, the enemy will always try to divide the sheep. He will always try to divide the sheep to be able to, to, take, people off, to take people out. And, you know, and we've seen this in ministry, you know, being in ministry 10 years, you know, I, I, I've met with people even here, you know, you know, people come in, they come to church and, and you know, and they, they may be here for a week, maybe three, maybe, you know, whatever, a, a month, two months. And, and they'll, they'll come in and, and, you know, you know, pastor, I feel to, you know, I feel to move on. That, that's that's great. If you feel to move on, that's great. But please hear my heart. Go make make sure you're not separated from 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 people and the church, because, see, that's where you're going to get. You're going to find yourself in a place where if you're you're in you're in the house of God, you're in a place where you're hearing the preaching of the word. There's a safety net in that. Amen. There is a safety net in being there. But, you know, one of the things even today that one of the greatest threats for the church is to is to get love is to remove the love from 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 church. You know, I mean, there, there are actual chemicals that pass through our bodies. You were talking about that the other day. There are actual chemicals that pass through our bodies when we shake hands. Serotonin, I think. Is it serotonin? I, yeah, I, I Thank you, Lord, because he had to give me that because I didn't. But, you know, there are actual chemicals that pass our body when we shake hands that, that physically, that physically make us feel good. And, you know, here, what, you know, what's the enemy wanted? They want the enemies like, well, you know, can't touch anybody. You got to stay 25 feet away from people. You know, I, I seen a video last night and I'm, I'm like, and, you know, you got to be careful what you watch on the Internet. Can, you know, but there is a lot of truth out there. And, you know, in, in Boston, in that area, they, they were painting arrows on the sidewalks that you had to walk. You, you couldn't walk. You couldn't walk. You had to walk a certain way. I mean, it's like everybody's got to move. Traffic's got to move this way. This is what they do in, 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 in communist countries. What happens if you're like, well, you know, it's like Disney World. You ever go to Disney World and you're going, you're going the wrong flow? I mean, it, it's, you know, you, but anyway, it, it's, it's like, what, what is going on? What, what is going on? And see, and I think it's important that you understand that the, that the enemy has showed his hand. But one of the things here that, you know, this, this scripture, this word, 
Let us consider one another in order to stir up love and good works. That's why we meet. These are conditions in why we meet. You know, that word, that word, uh, you know, assembling together, that word uh, fellowship is in the Hebrew is koinia. And, um, you know, it's, it appears over 19 times in the New Testament. 19 times in the New Testament to, to give an account to why we should meet. And, you know, and, and I love that. But, you know, one of the things, even that word, when you begin to break it down, it's, it's that people bond together. They have a common purpose. They have a common interest. You know, um, you, you know, Zephan, you know, I was last night, I was preparing, I was thinking about, you know, Zephan said he read the, the book of Call of the Wild. We actually went and seen the movie Call of the Wild. And Zephan, we finished the movie. I don't know if anybody's seen that or not. But Zephan said, you know, the book was better than, than the movie. But he loved the movie. I mean, you know, he was the one in the theaters that was just hysterically laughing. And, you know, we're like looking over and Zephan, you know, he's, he's, he's having a good time with the movie. But, you know, one of the things I felt even, even, the, you know, even, even just that movie, one of the things I felt like, like, like it was very interesting, you know, his name was John. The, the actually, uh, who had the dog named Buck or whatever, his name was John. You know, you know here was a man that was in isolation. A- and think about that. Think about the, the, term, the terms of, like, isolation and how, how isolation takes you away from people. And it's, you know, and it's like, and I say that, I go to say this because that's the one thing that the enemy is, is trying to, to show his hand, is that we, that we have to isolate. But I'm going to tell you, and I want to encourage you, because what you'll find throughout, throughout the book of Acts, and what you'll find for the church, is, is, is a common theme. That people gathered together, they prayed, they took communion together, they, they prayed for one another, they encouraged one another, they built one another up, amen? And, you know, and, and what I love about this passage is that we should do this more often, as, as, the, as the day of the Lord appears, amen? Not less often. So I'm encouraged by the word of God. I'm encouraged by, the, by, 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 you know, by Paul's writings here that, that we need to be encouraged as, as a body of Christ. Amen. You know, what separates Christianity, you know, from all other faiths and all other religion is, is just it's, it's true compassion. It, it, it's the very nature of Christ that dwells in every believer. It's compassion. It, 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 you know, it, it's, it's a real compassion. It's a real love for your, for your, for your brother or your sister in Christ or, or, or even somebody that's away from Christ. It, it's, it's the love of God that dwells inside of you. And that is the one thing. And I want you to realize this is the one thing that the enemy is, is trying to come at. You, you, you shouldn't love people. You, you, shouldn't, you, you can love people from a distance. But I want to show you in the Word of God today. I want to show you in the Word of God that there's real power when the church meets. There's real power when the church assembles together. Amen? You know, for, for a new believer and an old believer, you know, whether you're brand new, and I, I made this comment recently, that, you know, even as a new believer, even as a new believer, it's important that, that you have fellowship. You have fellowship with believers, and you have fellowship with Christ. As an old believer, you know... It, you know, I seen, you know, the other day, I think somebody sent me a, a video of some lady that had, you know, had on her door, she had made these arms where she could hug her granddaughter. In plastic wrap or whatever that she reached through the door because they didn't want to touch. They, you know, they didn't want to come in contact with. I mean, I, to, to tell me that I can't hug my kids 
Or, you know, I, I, and I'm not saying that, that anybody's telling them. I, I get the concern. I, I get that there's real concern. I get that people, that people, that, that there's a genuine concern. And, you know, we as believers should be concerned. But we can't forsake what the Bible says. You know, as, as a pastor, as a priest, I can't forsake what the Bible says. You know, Miranda, you know, a couple weeks ago, or a week or so ago, we had a friend that was diagnosed with coronavirus, 40-some 40, 40 years old. And, you know, the, the first, I, you know, Melanie had shared it with us, and it was even on a thread. And, you know, Miranda, the first thing she said, can we go to the hospital and pray? That's, that's the, you know, it's not, I'm, it's not a boastful, you know, no, we couldn't get into the hospital. It's not a boastful thing. It's just the fact that we, you know, we believe in the power of God. Amen. We, we believe that God can touch people and heal people. Amen. I, I mean, you know, so it's, it's important. You know, we, of course, we couldn't get in and we prayed. Can, can you pray from here and, and see somebody get, yes, you can. But, you know, the one thing about actually going and laying hands on somebody, you know what it does is it builds faith. It builds faith. The actual contact, making contact with someone builds faith. We were in hospitals in Maui. I remember going from, we were at point, floor number five. We would go to one bedroom, and then we'd be around the corner. We'd be in another bedroom. And then we would get testimonies where people got saved. And people, you know, I just got dismissed from the hospital. They don't even know what's wrong with me. They just dismissed me from the hospital. I'm, I'm fine. See, that's God. That's the power of God. I mean, and that's the case with your, with your dad. They don't even, you know, he's home. He's well. He went back to work. Let's run 125 tests. Let's figure out. He's, he's healed in Jesus' name. He's healed in Jesus' name. So it's important that we, we grab a hold of this. And, and I, I say this, you know, you guys are here, so I, I, I want to encourage you. But as we go into this summer, I want to, you know, I want to be an encouragement to people in this community. You know, I, you know, it's I, I'm not here to bash a church. I'm not here to bash anything. But I but I want you to understand there's an element of, of, of like the religiousness that we have to truly come against. That as a believer, it's OK to come. Jesus Christ himself come against the religious spirit. You, I mean, so we, we, you know, there are some grounds that you, that you, you have, you know, it's like girding up your loins and running before the chariot like Elijah did. You have to, you have to, you know, make a decision. I'm going to stand my ground. I'm going to stand my ground upon what the word of God says. You know, Acts 1.14, and it's, you know, listen to a few of these scriptures. It says, Jesus told them to wait on the promise. Of the Holy Spirit. And, and this, is, this is what's so fascinating. The, they all continued with, in one accord in prayer and supplication. What were they doing? They were praying together. They were waiting on the promise. What Jesus had promised them. He said, you know, go there and wait. They were, they were assembled together. They were continually in prayer. You know, it could have been more. We knew that there, there could have been more people in the upper room than 120. But, you know, 120 went because they, they believed that. They believed that. Acts 2.42, they were continually devoting themselves to the apostles' teaching and fellowship. So, you know, these are things that God gives us. He gives us the church. He, he you know, you know I, I realize that even as a pastor, you know, one of the things about, about pastoring, the word of God being preached is so vitally important. But, you know, I'm going to tell you this, fellowship with the believers is just as important as the Word of God. It's just as important. 
I, I mean, because you have to have the Word of God to break things open. You, you, you know, you have to have people that believe in prayer. But, but, you know, but, you know it's, like, it's like John, on, you know, that call the wild thing. When people isolate themselves, what do they do? They focus on their problems. They begin to think nobody cares. You know, I, I, yeah, I had a guy call me. You know, I talked with a guy. You know, he, you know, his thing, I'm suicidal. I'm depressed. I'm all this. I, I don't even feel like I can go to the store. These are real things that people deal with. In isolation. I mean, you know, I, I'm, not, I'm not very good at anything like isolation. Like, if I'm out for three or four days away from civilization, i got to get around people. Because, I, that, that, you, know, I, I can do, you know, I can do it for three or four days. You know, it's funny, because, Marianne, I thought about this. We went on our honeymoon. We were on our honeymoon. You know, you think honeymoon, right? You know, you, you should enjoy yourself on your honeymoon. But after about the fourth day, we were in Mexico. We we're like, what are we going to do now? You know, we've been to the beach. We went and ate, you know. Man, we should have brought some friends. We could have, you know, hung out. You know, people don't say that on their honeymoon, right? But, I mean, you know, in a, you're in a foreign country. You're, you're thinking, well, you've got a lot of other things you could do. But, you know, that, that was where, you know, because the fact of the matter is that God created us to be in fellowship. He created us to love one another. And, see, that's the thing. That, that, you just get that in your spirit because, see, that's the thing the enemy wants to do. The enemy wants to, to, to take the love, of, the, 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 the very love that you carry inside of you is God. He wants to take that away. And I mean, it's like, you know, that's what I felt like the Lord was, you know, the enemy showed his hand. He showed his hand. Let's social distance. You know, okay, great. Let's wear a mask. Oh, oh, okay, great. I, I'm not upset about any of that. But understand, it doesn't change who I am as a believer. It doesn't change the fact that, that you know what, I, you know, I, even today, just looking around, I, I just, looking at people's faces, it brings joy to me. It brings a joy to me. You know, and, and when we close out service today, you know, people may talk a little bit. Can I tell you, it's okay. It's okay. It, you know, and if you want to, it's It's okay. But see, God calls us to a place where, you know, that's what He wants. He, he wants us to be in continual fellowship. Why? Because we build, what, there's too many scriptures in the Word of God that encourage the body of Christ to build one another up. Amen? This is, this is the thing. It's not, it's not a me thing. This church thing is not about me. If it was about, you know, if it was about me, we would have never, we would have never ever. It's never, you know, that's the thing about, it's not about me. It's about people. It's about people joining together, being in fellowship with one another. And, 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 you know, and you know what we call that? We call that to church. We call that to church. You know, think, you know, Peter in Acts 12, when he was placed in prison, you know, the church was offering up constant prayer. He, they were praying for Peter. You know, even so much that when Peter got freed from jail and he was standing at the gate, they were like, there's a guy at the gate that looks like Peter, but I think it's Peter's ghost. You know, no, Peter's like, let me in. Now, you know, you guys were praying for me and I got broken out of jail. See, that, that's the thing about the body. It's why we pray. It's why we, why we gather in here through the week is to pray. We pray for the families. We, 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 pray for, we pray for covering. We pray for families that aren't here. We pray for new people. Amen. We, 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 we believe in, in the body of Christ, being in a place where it's active, where it's moving, where it's advancing. And listen, you know, and, and, I'll, and I'll say this because, you know, we as a body, 
We as the body of Christ, you know, we can't isolate our, you know, listen to this. We, we can't isolate ourselves away from the world. Because, you know, understand that every believer has been given the Great Commission. If you became a believer, understand it's, it's been given to you. I'm just the one with the news. I, that's what the word says. We, we've all been given the ministry of reconciliation. So we're all given. We're all given this thing. To be the church. To encourage one another. Amen. To, to build one another up. To tell people about Jesus. You know, and I'm not preaching even that message today, but, but that's, that's what God gives us. He gives us that. You know, Matthew 18, 19, this is Jesus speaking. He says, and again, I tell you that if two of you on earth, two of you or, or more agree, touch, you know, agree. How many, how many? Two or more. So is it important? That, that we assemble. You know, another scripture I wrote down earlier was, you know, um, Ecclesiastics 4.12. It says a person standing alone can be, you know, it can be attacked and defeated. But, but two can stand back to back. Think about that. Two can stand back to back and conquer. Three are even better. Three are even better. A three-braided cord, a cord is, is not easily to separate. So you guys understand, I mean, you know, be looking out there right now. Be looking at your loved ones. Be, be concerned for them. You should be. You should be concerned for people that, that you know, it's like, you know, why, you know, even, even in Morgantown, checking on people. Papa Gene, you know, checking on people. You know, because isolation is real. But think about it. If I would have not went to his house and knocked on his door over the last couple months, you think him and four other guys from New York would be sitting in here on a Sunday night, get touched by God, and say, will you come to New York and preach? If I gather my family, will you? Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll preach. We'll, we'll bring a team. I don't know. We'll, we'll load up a bus and go to New York. Amen. Anybody want to go to New York? Buffalo is where we're headed. So, yes, we've got people that want to travel. So, but, you know, we'll go and we'll share the gospel with, with 35 people. So, you know, it's, so understand this. Do me a favor. Please check on those people. Check, check on those people that, that, you know, maybe they're not getting out because, you know, maybe they watch NBC, ABC, CBS. Check, and and that's, that's where they get their information from. You know, you know elderly people, that's where they, that's where they get their, their, their information from. Well, we've got to do this for another three weeks, another four weeks, five weeks, six weeks. You know, I, I, get, you know, I get that they're elderly people. We need to be concerned for them, but check on them. Because, you know, the very same thing that I even said earlier about isolation, you know, one of the things that happens, you know, when people get isolated, you know, depression can set in. You know, just being real talk today, is this okay? I mean, you know, because it's important that we understand that, that, that this, this can be a real attack of the enemy. And I, and I believe it to be. So it's not that I, that I, that I don't think. But, but we, we as the body of Christ have to be on the other end to say, no, no. <laughs> We're going to see this thing through. We're going, to, we're going to do what the Word of God says. Amen. You know, this isn't a new normal. Somebody said that to me the other day. This is how it's going to be. No. 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 And, and I think the thing of it is, is like, you know, it, you know it, and that's the thing. It's in my spirit. 
It, it's, it's in here. It's not, it's not up here. It's in my, if I go to thinking uh, uh, up here in my head, you know, I can be like, well, yeah, you know. No, it's in my spirit. It's in, this is not a new normal. You know, what, what I call a new, you know, I call a new normal. People are going to be flooding the church. I call that normal. And people are like, well, I don't know how that's ever going. No, I call that normal. You, you see, because it's a matter of what you believe. It's a matter of what you, what you build yourself up in faith. See, I, that's what, you know, I, I think people are going to be rushing to the church. I hold on to a promise that the, this is what the word of God says. So I, that, that's what I'm believing for. A new normal doesn't mean that, you know, that you've got to have 27 services on a Sunday morning to get everybody in. 20 minutes apart. Well, because we, we, every other pew and all this, it, it's, that's not a new normal. It's not a new normal to, to not be in fellowship. Can I, can I be honest with you? That's not normal. That's not normal according to the Word of God. That is, that is never normal. To tell me that I can't have a cookout out here and, and invite people, you know, and feed people, that we can't meet in our parking lot without a neighbor, you know, screw your music, la, 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 la. I, I mean, come on now. Uh, that, that, yak, yak, yak. <laughs> you know, understand, there, there are going to be, there are going to be barking Goliaths, amen. There are going to be people out here that bark against this. But I'm telling you, it's, you understand, it, it's the fact, you know, it, they come, they, you know, it, it's a dangerous thing when people come against God. And they, come, they, and they come against the love of God. Because see, in the beginning, understand, God is love. He, you know, we love because God first loved. L love is a part of us. That's the nature of God. It's, it's not to be, it's not to be removed from people. Amen? Amen. It's not to be removed. You know, God, you know, God loved Adam so much, he gave him a wife. Think about it. And where was God at with Adam in the garden before sin entered? He was in fellowship with him. You think he was social distancing and wearing a mask? I don't. I, I, I don't. I think God was right there with Adam. You know, and he was talking with him. And he loved him. See, that's the kind of relationship God's called us into. Amen. I, wanna, I just want to cover one topic today. And I'm going to move through this kind of quick. But, you know, you know what? Even in this scripture, and to see what Paul's saying, you gotta you gotta stir up love. It's like stirring up faith. You've you've got you've got to you've you know you've got to stir those things up in your life. And I'm going to tell you, everybody everybody here, you're responsible to stir these things up. You know, it's like this week I listened to some. You ever just listen to a sermon that gets in? Oh, yeah, that's it right there. I'm like, Ooh. You know, maybe it's maybe it's something convicting, but maybe it's something you heard that gets you fired up. Or maybe it's a worship song. Maybe it's a, it's a, it's a, you know, I was listening to a worship song last night from Japan. And it just started touching me. It just started touching me. Just a worship song just started touching me. And God, God does that. But we've got to stir up love. You know, we love because God first loved. He put something inside of you. 
Don't ignore what he's placed inside of you. Don't ignore. Don't push off the very thing that he put inside of you. When you, when you became born again, you became a new creature in Christ, a new believer. See, you know, and, and, and the thing about this, religious people will not understand that. They'll not understand a new birth. They'll understand religious you know, order, they'll understand, you know, we have to be religious to do these things, but understand that once you get born again, man, it's different. We don't have to, we're not, we're not all just walking in line together. God has done something for us. He's put the love, he's put his very love inside of us. And I'm telling you, when, understand, you just understand how much God loves you. That he would give you the Holy Spirit. You know, we're on the back end of this thing. I mean, think about, think about, you know, if you were before Jesus. We're on the back end of this thing where he said, I give you a promise. They went in Jerusalem. They waited together in an upper room. They were together in an upper room. And they got filled with the Holy Spirit. Guess what? We, we're, we're on the back end of that. We have, we have that same thing living on the inside of us. But, you know, the one thing that, that's great about the Holy Spirit, I love the gifts, I love everything about it, but I'm telling you, the one thing about the Holy Spirit is love. Love covers a multitude of sin, amen? Love will cover, love will cover so many things. And like I said, you know, I said the enemy exposed himself? Absolutely. Because the one thing he doesn't want you to do, he doesn't want you to, you know, he, he doesn't want you to, to check on people. He, 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 want, he doesn't want you to meet for any period of time. He, he wants you to walk the same direction on a sidewalk. He, he doesn't want you to talk to anybody. I, I mean, think about it. It, it. Is it not that evident? You know, we're still here too. The church is still here. So it's not like we've been raptured out. It's just like now the enemy showed his hand. So, so now we as the church... We continue to gather, we continue to meet, we encourage one another, and we go out and get the harvest, amen? That's what we do as a church. You fight your battles with love. If, if, you're, if you're, I mean, you know, you fight your battles with love. So, you know, I can, I can look back and I tell you, one of the, one of the things about, about the love of God it's so real because in our flesh, sometimes we, we don't, you know, and I made this comment, but sometimes we don't feel like loving. Sometimes we, you know, it's okay. You, you can get frustrated in life. But I'm telling you, it's the love of God that, that lives inside of you. That, that helps you overcome. That helps you win battles. I'm telling you, and you, you've, you know, and the thing about it is, a lot of times it's, it's just a matter of belief that I believe God. I believe God over what I see. And see, that's the one thing that, I, that you know, I've had to do. Maria and I were laughing last night, like 1 o'clock in the morning, <laughs> just laughing over, over things. And, and uh, she's like, people really make you mad sometimes? I'm like, yeah, they, they do. Like, I just, I just get, and I, you know, I have to, I have to, I, I <laughs> It's kind of funny. I have to ask the Lord to forgive me. I have to, you know, she's like, will you get mad if, like, you just see a person? I was like, I just think sometimes things are stupid. I like a guy driving down the road in a mask by himself in a car. I don't understand that. I, 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 I and, 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 but then I, and then I tell the Lord, Lord, I'm sorry. 
I don't, I don't need, you know, and Brandon was like, well, anyway, <laughs> we had an interesting conversation. But, you know, and, and, you know, sometimes I, I, you know, I have to repent when I'm not loving, when, when I'm, when I'm not, when I'm not being who God created me to be. It's not that I'm not going to call things stupid because sometimes I see stupid things. I mean, sometimes we just see stupid things and but it's like what Miranda said. It's the action. It's not the person. You know, it's maybe the action that you're seeing. It's, it, you know, you know, I, I know, uh, you know, Abby and we, I talked to Abby this week. It was very interesting because we were talking about the educational system and about the new, the new norms, the new, the new norms in school for elementary kids, you know, that they stand so far apart they they follow they they have the lines on the floor they got to follow, <laughs> follow this stuff that if a kid gets too close they, the teacher has to put on a mask if a kid's hurt bleeding and blood's gushing out you know you got to stay six feet away you know I'm half joking but it, you, you understand see God didn't wire us this way you know if I see a wreck and I and I know I know everybody if I see a wreck up on the interstate. I'm not worried. I'm not, I'm not, you know, I'm thinking about that person. Amen. That's the love of God. You know, that, that's the love of God. I'm, I'm, you know, that I'm more concerned about people. I'm more concerned about the lives of, uh, uh, of somebody than I, than I am the other. God call, I'm telling you, the, the thing about it is, understand, God, God is calling to church in such a unique time to be strong. To be strong, to be united, to, to, to stand. And I'm not, ta- I'm not talking just about this church. I, you know, I am talking about this church, but I'm talking about a global church. I'm talking about a, a global church. You know, we pray for many churches here weekly. You know, it's, it's like what doctors had to do, you know, because of, because of guidelines and things like that. He's done everything he could do. I mean, the first service he preached, the church needs to be together. We need to meet. We need to encourage one another. We need to build one another up. Amen? And that's, that's, that's even outside of everything today. That's the, that's the message. We need to be strong, and we need to be united as a body. Amen? You know, John, John 3.16, and you guys know it's a common passage. You know, God so loved the world that he gave up his only son. That, that's, a, that's a real love. You know, so you think about it. You know, the, the, the kind of love that God had for mankind and humanity is amazing. But I want to tell you, he put that same kind of love in you. He put a love in you for humanity. So don't, don't ignore the Holy Spirit. Don't, don't ignore the things that God stirs up inside of you. You know, to go out of your way. You know, to, to, to be a blessing. You know, what I've what I found even in stores a lot of times is if you're, if you're genuinely concerned about people and you love them and you show love, People respond to that. They, they, you know, they do. They really do. If you go in with a, I can't believe you, you go in with that kind of attitude. I can't believe everybody's got a mask on. You know, if you go in with that kind of attitude, you're not sowing love. You know, I went to Sam's the other day, and you know, like I'm walking through. How are you, sir? How are you, ma'am? Good. How are you? You know, pull their mask down. How are you doing? I'm, I'm doing real well. And talk to you, you know, and put their mask back up and walk. Okay. But see, you understand that you're, you're showing, you, you know, it's the character. It's God's character that lives inside of you. 
Understand, people aren't against you. People, you know, God loves people. He loves people. And does God want people in church? Absolutely. Absolutely. And many churches are doing everything they can do to keep that in, in place. I mean, you know, we're in such a unique position because we're, we're fairly new into the whole area. Uh, you know, as a new church plant, we're fairly new. Social distancing wasn't a problem <laughs> for us right now. Amen? You know, we will win. The, the church will win and will prevail in this hour. And I, and I do, and I, I truly believe that this is one of the greatest hours for the church. I felt that from the beginning of the year. <laughs> it's, it seems like things have maybe stalled a little bit, but the one thing that he's going to do is he's going to use love. He's going to put, you know, the, the thing up that's inside of this, you know, the, the one thing that Paul's saying, stir it up. Stir it up. What does love do? Love, I mean, love, love goes above and beyond. Amen? It's something that we can't, we can't push aside, but it goes above and beyond. It goes above and beyond. You know, and I want to tell you, love is a choice. It's something you have to choose as a believer. You can choose to love, buddy, love somebody or not love somebody. And I want to, you know, even today, and I don't have much more, but even today, I want, I want you to understand, don't, don't get frustrated. Don't, don't remain in a place of frustration. It, it, you know, that, that's not where love wins. You know, when love is, love is, love is tried in our lives, I mean, it, it, you know, lo love will never win where we're not trusting God. It'll never win where we're not trusting God. You know, Hebrews 3.13, and, and, I, and I, I just think about these scriptures. Encourage one another daily when it's called today so that you may not be hardened by sin's dece deceitfulness. You know, it, it's why we meet. It's why we get in the word. It's why, we, why, we, it's why we're here today. And I want to tell everybody here today, God, God loves you. And you know, he's got a wonderful plan for your life. And it's a plan to move you forward and a plan to advance you. It's a, you know, it, 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 that's his plan. You know, we're going to see some great things come to pass. Amen. Amen. The body of Christ is going to be strong. The body of Christ is going to be strong. You know, the, the other thing I'll close with this. You can push back against the enemy. And there's nothing wrong with that. And I think sometimes, like I said, people aren't your enemy. But a push to remove love away from society. We can't talk to one another. We can't meet. You know, I, I wrote down the First Amendment. You know, and I, I, I think, wow, look at what our forefathers fought for. 
I mean, really look at it. Look, look and see what they, what they, uh, It wasn't a part of my sermon, but I had it in my Bible. But, I, you know, th- think about it. Congress shall make no law respecting an establishment of religion or prohibiting the free exercise thereof or abridging the freedom of speech or of the press or of the right of the people peacefully to assemble and to pet- petition the government for redress of grievna- grievances and and, and I think, wow, it's pretty amazing. It's really amazing that we, we still have this. That, you know, peacefully we can meet. Isn't that, isn't that, isn't that cool? We're one of the only nations in the world that actually have that protection. But, you know, understand, that's why they left England. That's why people left because they wanted the free expression of, of their faith. People seen things way in advance. Um, I don't think Jesus is surprised by the time in which we're in. Uh, I don't think God, you know, um, I, I, don't, I don't feel that. I, I feel like, you know, man, right now, right now is the time for the church. Right now is the time for us to step up, step up to the plate. And we'll do it. Amen. Amen. Do you have anything in closing you want to share? Just want to share tonight. Huh? Okay. That's up to you. Why don't you guys go ahead and stand? Praise God. Might have been a little brief today, but um I'm glad you guys are here today, and I'm thankful. I'm thankful for the fellowship that I have with every person here. You know, it's, it's nice to, to greet people with a smile. It's, it's great to hear what people are doing. It's, it's great to, to see the testimonies. But, you know, I, I want to encourage everybody here, you know, even over the next few weeks, you know, bring somebody to church with you. Because, you know, what happens is, you know, the thing about church is it's a family. You know, that, that's what church is. It's a family where you can get around one another. And, and you, you know, you can encourage one another. You, I mean, that's the way God intended it to be. And if we'll do that, I, I promise you, if we do that, we'll watch this thing continue. We'll watch this thing continually grow. Amen? You know, iron sharpens iron. God is good. He is good. You know, even as I close tonight, I want to I want to pray for a few people, uh, but I'm going to pray. I'm going to go ahead and close out the service, and then then I'll do that. So, but but uh, but God is good. He is good. Amen. I'm just going to even online. If you've joined us today and you're and you're watching, and uh, you don't have a home church, you uh, you don't have a place to fellowship. You know, we want to encourage you to to come check us out. We're you know what, even, even beyond that, maybe you're from another area, you're not in a church in an area, reach out to us anyway, we'll find a church in the area that, that we can get you plugged into. We can, we can do that, and we'll help, help do that with uh, anybody wa- watching online. You know, we get probably 500 to 1,000 views weekly right now you know, from our online stuff, so, so that's encouraging. And uh, so we want to be able to help people there. But if you're with us, and uh, you know, you've never made Jesus Christ your, your, your personal Savior, 
you know, we want to give you that opportunity to, to receive Jesus as Lord. Because, you know, we can talk about the church, we can talk about the importance of, of meeting, but, but if you're not saved, you know, there, there are people that sit in church that aren't saved. That they, they, they may go to church, they may hear a sermon, but they've never, they've never publicly declared Jesus as Lord. They'll, they'll get right to that place where they've, where they've never, well, you know, they, they hear the preaching, they hear the word, but they've never asked Jesus into their life. You know, understand, going to church doesn't make you a believer in Christ. It doesn't make you a Christian. And see, that's the thing with religion. You know, religion sometimes, you know, in that will think, you know, will teach people that you're okay if, if you're just a part or you're just a member. You know, uh, membership does not get you to heaven. You know, so the, these things don't get you to heaven. It's a personal relationship with Jesus Christ. It, that, that's what gets you to heaven. But then getting in a church where you can learn about God, where you can come and serve, where you can be a part of the body and encourage one another. See, that's the purpose of church. It's all, you know, my heart is always the, the purpose is, is to find people. Put